all right, I promised myself that I wasn't going to take up people's time promoting things that are not necessarily related to dungeons and doctorates, but I'm taking this opportunity to do something selfish for just a moment. Uh, my fringe show, All the Best Roles Are Written for Men, is going to Melbourne Fringe. So if you are based in Melbourne, uh, between the 2nd and the 8th of October, I will be over there at the Motley Bauhaus in Carlton from 9 till 10 p.m. each and every night doing my fringe show. I would love to have some wonderful supportive humans over there seeing my show. So if you are in the Melbourne area and do want to come down, it is the same on the same weekend as PAX Australia. If you want to come down and come and see it, I would be incredibly grateful. Uh, see the other half of my performing self as well as the voices that I do here on Dungeons & Doctorate. Okay, so potentially you go and get yourself uh, or get Meredith a glass of water. Do you get anything for yourself while you're up? Yeah, is there something like a non-caffeinated brown soda of some description? Uh, there is a... Um, trying not to use brand name. There is a drink uh, it made with lemon and ginger and some herbs that you aren't necessarily sure that you identify. Um, but it seems to be this odd fizzy beverage that's like a dark liquid but it's tasty mm -hmm. yeah she'll go with that um it's i assume it's probably like the local equivalent of something that she's had at home so mm. she'll take that yeah. for herself assuming it looks like it's in a communal like it's not someone's no yeah, special it's, it's a communal beverage of choice yeah yeah as long as that is the case then she'll take um one of those for herself and head back to the the group uh meredith you're, you're the gang you're back to playing something light as you await yep. your glass of water um jay is uh talking with you harold and heidi uh when he sees potentia coming back he realizes that there isn't a seat available because heidi is sitting where potentia is sitting so he's like hey i'm just gonna grab something to eat and he hops mm -hmm. up and like leaves a space for you potential when you show up she's gonna like watch him go in a like why are you being so nice who the heck are you kind of like this is a weirdly like even Meredith wasn't this obliging when they met mm -hmm. this guy seems weirdly obliging she's a bit like not sus what is him, happening? but like what is going on why are you so nice uh, Heidi, what do you want? the uh, barbarian woman. Potentia, good to see you. Yes, I, I don't think I've seen you since um, the, the Mugby match, I guess. Yes. Yes, it was. That feels like it was so long ago. Uh, how have you been? Yes, I... I good. Uh, busy. Busy. 
Mm. Like yes. she, she's sort of like that's the word she's gonna she's gonna have settled on for like anyone yes. who asks. Yes. You hear Meredith like snort into her violin. <laughs> Lots to do. My my supervisor is uh is, is asking me to do. Lots at the moment, so just uh, lots on. Yes, yes. How is how is postgraduate life treating you? Uh, at this point, you might remember <laughs> you know, that Heidi is undergraduate. Yeah. No, no, mm. I do. Uh, yes, it's um, it, it's it's always different than you expect. I think whenever mm. you go into any form of education. Okay. Certainly different to back home. Interesting. She like gives you this look. She like tilts her head, looks back at you. I'm sorry, I don't. Where are you from? I I don't think I've ever actually <laughs> asked you. I'm sorry. I love how many people have never asked her where she's from when she's like clearly this accented, non, not from around these parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. Huh. Let's go with the other side of the world uh, from here. She's sort of like, she's she's generalizing more because it's a party, not because mm-hmm. she's trying to be deceptive. It's more just that, like, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's so far from here that, like, you're not... She doesn't believe that anyone's really interested mm. in where she's from. It's like, ah. Uh, yes, um, but uh, I've spent a lot of time in lots of different places. You know, my gap decade was was a lot of fun. And she's deliberately now that she's deliberately deferring, uh, deflecting, mm-hmm. in that way. But. I'm just looking at my world map, being like, "Where is the opposite side of the world exactly for where you are currently?" You're actually remarkably close. I'm actually pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I I have a I have the map in my head, and I was like, "That feels about like a good description." Yeah, you're remarkably That's like an Australia to the US kind of movement. All right, yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> you, I mean, I think you might actually be like from where Feromastus is. I are think, they Antipodean? I think you might be hitting the ocean, but you're very close, very yeah. close to the Imperium. In terms of like, is there op- an Antipodean like, point for the Imperium? We need to work that out because that's something that I think is fascinating, and we could definitely nerd out about. I don't know if I've two minutes on done, this podcast or something. Done that on the my map. I have. What? I have is so many. Antipodean to you? I have I am, so right? no, many. No, not quite. Uh, not to me. Nice. Definitely not to me. You need at least a 12-hour time difference to be Antipodean. Yeah, that's true. I'm close to Antipodean to the US, I think. Um, going to have to lose my map at some point. Anyway, not the point right now. Uh, yeah. The ah. Antipode of Perth is St. George Bermuda. There you oh, go. fun. So, <laughs> roughly. It's 70 kilometers away, but it, there's, given Perth is 150 k's long. I'll take that. I'm not going to work out uh, where the exact opposite point of Veromastus is. I'll not now, at least. I'll do that later. I wonder if it would show up. On uh, for your reference, Ben, yours is roughly uh, La Gea de Flores, which is, but you're basically in the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, and Joe. I'm just looking that up now, yeah. Yours is. Oh, New Zealand. Did I not? Oh. That'd be right, roughly. Yeah. Uh, so the closest point, like it's the middle of the ocean, but the closest point is Papatawai. Hmm. Closest place. It's right down the bottom of the South Island of New Zealand. 
somewhere I have a map of the world with all of the ley lines on it. Like oh, the map cool. of the, the map of my D and D world with all the ley lines yeah. on it, and that would probably give me the closest for for this. Yeah, I haven't done like. Yeah, Australia anyway. pretty neatly whacks itself into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, uh, yeah. for those playing along, it pretty much flips <laughs> up into the Atlantic. So pretty um, much. Okay. Whereas so. Scotland is just like in the Southern Ocean. <laughs> yeah, um, it's how we roll. Let's go. Potentia. As you get back to yes. this little group here with Meredith, Harold, and Heidi, um, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? And is that showing on your face? Um, she's As she's walking back, she's scanning the room for where... Um, now, Kate Brain has dropped his name, but she's Alud. just been told it. Alud. Yeah, so uh, she's scanning the room to see where Alud is in the space like so that she can position herself in the group to see him at all times so mm-hmm. even if the chair that jay leaves is not the right like if if it's not in the right spot she'd move herself to a yep. spot where she could like see him okay yeah so that's probably a pretty obvious thing to maybe meredith and maybe harold but probably not the others, because it would just look like she was coming back and that she'd assumed that Jay was returning to his seat. Okay. And that she's just found herself a spot, but the others would probably notice the scanning because they've been around her a bit. Um, what I'll do, uh, Kate, is yeah. I'll have you make either a deception or a persuasion, depending yeah. on if you want to be truthful with how you're feeling or try and hide how you're feeling. Don't... Yeah. Like necessarily tell us, and um, mm. Mer- like Meredith and Harold can make perception checks to see if they beat. No uh, insight, okay. insight checks. Sorry, insight checks to see if they beat whatever the, mm-hmm. the DC Kate's about to set. Well, Harold's gonna beat an insight check no matter what I roll. Far out. All right. Um, His passive, wizard, yeah, like <laughs> is good, but it might not be, and he might. Uh, so I rolled. Ben, can you see my character sheet? Because you'll be able to tell what of those two choices I made. Uh, give me one second. Because I won't uh, tell the others, but you should probably know. Which. So I rolled um, a 14 plus 4. So I rolled an 18. Okay. So insights from Meredith and Harold. I got a 16. 20. Okay. So, yeah, Harold... Uh, you spot something's up with Potentia and she's like <laughs> definitely making eye contact with, well, at least like looking towards um, someone in the room that you're like, what's going on? You, mm. you clock. Okay. But Heidi's still yeah, here. Heidi's right? still here. And she's just kind of engaging mm. in some polite conversation. Mm. Cool. Okay. Good to know. Okay. And I don't. Do I, I? I do I? I recognize the person, or I that she's looking at roughly. Um, well, you look over and you see that, uh, or uh, Gore's orc housemate is chatting to some guy who you maybe remember from the Barbarian Society. Um, but you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Gore's housemate. You didn't really get introduced to him, uh, but you've definitely like seen. Yeah. 
him like at this party talking to people and the I'm just going to take your passive insight. The person he's talking to mm. is doing that thing where he's like talking, but his body language is shifting away. Like he's just like slowly turning his like his his mm. shoulders and his whole torso so that he's not directly like, oh yeah, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. poor lad. Yep. Okay. Uh, it is at this point... Cool that um, there there seems to be some kind of cheering happening from outside the front <laughs> of the house. Hmm. Uh, and Heidi says, oh, I think that's that'll be Michael. <laughs> uh, and she stands up to, to go like make her way to the front of the house. Uh, oh, do you follow um, or do you stay back or hang back a little bit? Potential would take Meredith. I think I'll follow. Lead. So if Meredith is going to go outside, which means the music is going to stop, then she would follow that. Otherwise, she'd stay in here more because, um, like, it would be weird if Meredith was all by herself. Yeah, I reckon Meredith will probably go and and say hello. Okay. Yeah, then she'll follow along but try and keep her eye on Alad at the same time okay in that case um michael has arrived to the front of the house uh he is he has three people with him um they look like they've all come from uh guard training they're all like decked out in uniform still uh there are two dwarves uh, a man and a woman and uh, a human man um the uh dwarven woman has like flowers in her hair underneath like the helmet. Mm. Um the dwarven man uh looks like he has never had his hair cut. It is so long but like plaited mm-hmm. and braided and like intricately woven with beads and and like bits of metal. Uh, and the, the human man, um, you know, he, he carries himself quite uh, proudly as as Michael mm. kind of like doing that like awkward, like, thanks, please stop. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to, no, no, thank you. Yes, I'm here. Yes, okay, thank you. Hi, yeah. And he, he, like, his green cheeks are going, like, mm-hmm. red-purple. Like, he's, like, a half-orc blushing really strongly. Mm. I like that my brain just tried to work out what colour that makes when, like, it would be brown because it is pigments, not light. And so my brain was like, well, that'd be an interesting... It's like, nope. No, Wait, that is would Michael be less interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Michael's mum is an orc. Michael's dad's a human. He's a half-orc. I thought he was a human. Okay, anyway. He has uh, gorgeous uh, hair and he's he's a beautiful human, a beautiful half-orc person. Yeah. Um, and he is, like, of the four of them who have arrived, he's not wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. uh, then, you know, seeing that this is a you know, party environment, the other three, like, remove their helmets and, like, make them so like try to make themselves more comfortable 
<sighs> you didn't have to go to all this. No, I did. Please. Uh, Michael, uh, and you see him like catch himself for a moment on the other people's names. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Tonan, Dardane, Osmont. They all like give Is him this like Gore a. Speaking? Mm-hmm. This is Gore, like trying to remember yeah. the three other. Like, like, these are definitely Michael's friends that have shown up. Yeah, right. And Gore is like, okay, mm. I need to know these people's names. <laughs> um, and they all like give him a, a smile as they as they walk in. Um, Michael's doing that, you know, shaking everyone's hand, like, thanks, thanks. Ah, uh, you know, you didn't have to. Ah, uh, thank you. Yes, good to see you. Uh, and he, he makes his way around the room uh, and he gets to uh, the three of you. Potentia, thank you so much for coming. Do you just want a seat for a moment, Michael? Uh, I think I've got a few more people to, to say hello to. Harold, hi, yes, thank you. Coming. Michael? Uh, Meredith, I, I was that you playing? I heard you up the street. Happy birthday, mate! Thank you, yes. Uh, I'm not used to all this attention <laughs> never would have guessed she's oh. like grinning at him um like hey you, um i'll come say bye hi later i just have to keep doing the rounds all good enjoy um harold the this this human mm. fighter who like carries himself uh you like you your eyes meet across the room and he's like there's a, there's that moment of like, do you know this guy? You like mm-hmm. and his name. You know what? You went to like you went to junior school with a guy named Osmond. Hmm. Like years ago. So do I, should I roll like yeah, a history yeah, check or something check. to see if I yeah, remember? Alright. Um oh, okay, pretty good. Twenty one. <laughs> pretty good. Yes. So uh, in your junior schooling, you know, mm. kind of like that, like eight to, to 15 kind of thing, like the junior schooling, you had a classmate named Osmont de Falsas. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember him being a little stuck up as a person? Wow. He, okay. he, he, <laughs> and by Harold's standards, that, that's pretty yeah. interesting. Um, <laughs> he, he kept, he, every person he met, he was like, he he would explain to them that how he comes from a royal lineage. Mm. And like that, like he, mm-hmm. he ha- the way he carried himself was of somebody who had expectations of the world and how he should be treated. And mm. was doing everything in his little ten-year-old body to force that onto the world. Aww. right. And how Harold, uh, mm-hmm. Harold's opinion of this person as a little ten-year-old Harold might be different to to how you are now. But that's like that's how you remember him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. And with your role as well, I'll. Rem- I'll tell you that uh, Falsas is a city to the the far like, to the east from here. Um, it's, it's right smaller than Ferromustus, 
but uh, mm. it is a city um, that has some nobility, but you don't necessarily know too much about it. Right. But yeah, like he, and he, he's, he seems to be like making his way kind of generally in your direction. And mm. he, okay. he seems to have yep. this like, I recognize you. I don't know where you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, hello. I, I'm sorry to do this. I swear I know you from somewhere. Yes, I believe we, uh, we went to school together when we were young. Ah, uh, Wentworth, Harold, yes. Yes, right. Yes, how are you doing? Um, sorry, remind, remind me the player again what Osmond his name was defalsas defalsas yeah i'll i'll repeat the name just so yeah just to show that i remember his name because that's important in interactions like this oh you really could have had like, uh, a major power play there I've just been like i'm so yeah, sorry you didn't what want to yeah. fall ethan on him like i think that feels great no <laughs> make him feel tiny and insignificant <laughs> as a yeah <laughs> uh, how are you doing ah yes uh well obviously uh how do you know the people here? Uh, I've not seen you around university before, have I? Uh, I probably not. I'm only somewhat new to the the guard program. Um, oh, yes. I yes. see. Uh, that's how you know Michael, yes. then. Yes, I do. Uh, he is technically a senior to me, but uh, he's for being very kind and invited me uh, along to tonight. Well, that is Michael. He is, yes, he's very kind. Um, we like him a lot around here. I can see why. How how have you been? I feel like we haven't... Give me a... Um, give me another history check. Mm. I feel like Potentia is okay. watching this and sizing uh, this person up. Being like, I'm trying to work out... History. Like. Oh, that was almost so good. Nine. He seems markedly different the mm, child okay. that you remember and maybe that's that's from your your mm. memory of being a child as well but something seems to have really changed in him mm. uh, one of the the dwarfs the the man um, walks up Osmond are you gonna introduce us to your friends here I'm sorry Dardane um, Dardane, this is Harold. Harold, this is Dardane. It's nice to meet you, Harold. Yeah, you as well. Uh, and how do you, how do you know Michael? Well, we yeah, we met through university. Um, I think we actually met on our first uh, first day uh, while I was a um, a postgraduate, I believe. Uh, oh. I think that's right, isn't it? We met yeah. Michael at orientation day, yeah, yeah. at the, the scavenger hunt because he helped us. He helped us in his capacity as a, as city guard, as like as a, a guard, 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 guard cadet. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ah, good to know. Excuse me, I've just spotted some delicious food that I need to get my hands on. It's been a bit of a walk. No, excuse me. Hey, hey, hey. garden training coming through. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, you have to forgive Dardane. He's a he's. Well, I shouldn't say. Uh, he comes from a royal court and he's a bit bossy. Right. Uh, well, you can all be capable of that occasionally, I suppose. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Um, Potentia, you spot across the room, uh, Alud is talking to Heidi. Heidi, I will make no check you need, does not seem to be enjoying the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, like, look at look at Meredith and then, like, do that thing of, like, look at Meredith intently to then look at Heidi to then look at Meredith and then stand up like I'm going to go over and, like, talk to Heidi because... But it's one of those things where she's trying to make Meredith realise what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, like, can you see um, what's going on? Oh, my God, can you see what's going on? Okay, I'm going to go and do something about it. Give me a persuasion yeah. roll. Meredith, give me an insight. Uh, oh, 17! Oh. No, no, but I'm trying to persuade you. I'm trying to do something yeah. positive and you're... you're oh, you're okay. Like... Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Uh, Meredith, you're like, okay, hang on. Dentra, looking at me. Looking at Heidi. Okay. I'm like, I'm still kind of fiddling away. You're like, okay, that's definitely something going yeah, on. I... But you're about to play... You need to get back to playing some music. Yeah, she... What do you do? She's not expecting you to do anything in the like it's the very much like this is what she's I'm going to go and do. She's just explaining. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that she's just like getting up and walking away because she's not going to interrupt that other conversation that's going on because it's really funny. Yeah. She's <laughs> just, just letting you know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. She's just not just leaving because she's probably heading in roughly the direction of the door. Yeah. To go and do that. She's not just getting up and leaving the room. Yeah. So I'm going to head over to Heidi. Okay. Um, so you you catch part of the conversation uh, as Alod mm-hmm. is explaining to Heidi. That's why I'm saying that the world is flat. Oh no! And if we don't, mm-hmm. it's going to heat up and melt the ice on the edge, and we're all going to just have no water because it's all going to float off. And Heidi is really not into it. Potential's going to mm-hmm. like. But into like do that thing where you walk up behind somebody like you, you. I'm going to assume Ulla is not going to realize what she's doing, but like she's going to tap Heidi on the shoulder and just like, Heidi, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you yet. How like that very over the top like, oh my god, I didn't know you were here, like, thing in the hopes that Heidi understands that she's trying to salvage. Potential. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in ages, not since the mug beam. Like, it's this very... Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in ages. How are you? I'm good, yes. Hey, have you tried some of the, the food that Sigurd's been making? Come on, you should come over and try it. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Let's go and do that. <laughs> like it's for her, this is like not ground she knows how to navigate herself, but she could tell that mm. Heidi desperately needed. This is that un- unspoken girl code of like, yeah, mm-hmm. I you mm-hmm. need I mm-hmm. need someone to save me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for getting me out of this awkward situation. <laughs> yes, I will go to the bathroom with you so you can get away from the creepy guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> and so, yeah, you you and Heidi go over to the, the food table. Um, yeah, where Sigurd has put some of his his fried potato snacks, uh, and there are yeah. other things that have been provided. Someone seems to have brought muffins. Um, Michael has placed a number of pastries from Five Pies in the pancake. Cool. 
Ah, Potentia. Just thank you. Just like under her breath. Just thank you. Hmm. Yes, um, I have been previously warned about that particular housemates. Um, yes. Uh, I may have to throw myself on the grenade if he gets out of hand by the sound of things. Oh, well, best of luck, I guess. Hmm. Um, you look back over and he he's definitely like watched you walk away uh, and mm-hmm. he's like still leaning against the wall and he is doing like he's like starts to lean away from the wall looks around back to the wall just like looking around is trying he lean- to find... le- leaning in that like I'm trying to find a conversation to go bust into uh, kind of way or a slightly creepy gonna lean against the wall and see who I can talk to next kind of way Give me, an ins- slightly Give me an insight roll. Different. Give me an insight roll. Oh, goody. Wisdom checks. That's what wizards are good at, right? Wis- anything wisdom-based? Classic. <laughs> oh, natural 20 plus one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Potentia's doing Nailed real well it. tonight. She's got all of her, like, social energy is high. Um, She's going to be exhausted later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... He looks like he wants to, to, to break into a conversation or looks like there's some he's trying to find somebody who isn't talking to anybody else that he can go and talk to yeah. at. at. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's but not... everyone so far, as she can tell, is bound up roughly in conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, um, yes, well, let's... Um, how about this? Let's make sure that uh, if anyone else needs rescuing she's saying this very pointedly to Heidi that uh, one or both of us are um, on the alert shall we say mm-hmm. um, as you're like keeping an eye on him he uh, like puts his hand into his pocket and the mug that he's holding Mm-hmm. is surrounded with this like thin green strips of energy and mm-hmm. the mug disappears and just a small pile of dust falls to the ground weird okay he like kicks it away kicks the dust pile away and then goes into the kitchen you can do an arcana check if you'd like yeah yeah if she's seen him do it. Oh, look, an intelligence base check. Something wizards hey. are really good at. <laughs> That's another natural 20, but this time. Are you plus kidding? Six. Are you kidding? I'm not wow. kidding. Wow. Okay. I'm not kidding. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Like, what are I've the got, odds of that? I'm not going to touch the dice. I'm going to. Um, wow. I blame it on my uh, giant, chunky dice of awesome. Okay. It was very nearly a two, and then at the last second, it um, hmm. clunked um, over to the much better number of 20. That's awesome. Well done. So that was some transmutation magic. Yep. And it it wasn't it wasn't the spell that came to mind because the spell like hang on some of that is some of that's really familiar, but it's also different. But it it gave you very like disintegration vibes. Yeah. 
uh, which you would know as a sixth level spell. Yeah. And usually a ray. Yeah. But you definitely didn't see a ray. Yep. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Harold, you have been joined by uh, the other dwarven um, guards, the woman mm-hmm. who introduced herself as Tornan Wildsong. Mm. It's nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you too. Hello. Uh, I've heard from Michael that you're a druid. Uh, in a roundabout way, yes. Before joining the, the cadet program, I was a druid myself. Oh, really? That's an interesting um, uh, career choice. You know, uh, for, for for a druid, you don't see many going into the, you know, the sort of enforcement and protection field. Well, I'm sure uh, there are actually probably many druids who find the world needs protecting, find their own little corner of it to protect some, usually a forest, I suppose. But I found myself attached to this city. Uh, I grew up in one of the, the nicer areas of town, but I found my way to the forests, and I think the city needs protecting just as much. Oh, absolutely, I agree. It's just, yes, as you say, many uh, you know, many druids just sort of find their little corner of the earth and, and stick to it, I suppose. Very true, very true. Say, Harold, do you like beetles? And she pulled out of her pocket a beetle. Mm-hmm. Just like gorgeous green shiny beetle that is still alive but she just had in her pocket mm-hmm. I, I mean i've certainly studied them uh, a little they're, yes i mean fine fine creatures uh dardane like gives her a shove tornan put that away we don't need to be seeing your beetle collection here at this party she like gives him a look and then puts the beetle back in her pocket mm-hmm. meredith uh yes. i think i need another performance roll from you please Okie dokie. 23, 17 plus 6. Yeah. You're playing nicely matches the mood of the party and uh, you're able to like keep the energy up, keep people's spirits up. Everyone seems to be having a good time. Right. Some people are like sitting around listening. Some people are like just having the music as kind of background, having their own conversations. People generally having pretty chill evening of things. Uh, Meredith, you're you're doing fantastic. Um, you haven't had that much like social engagement yourself. Like, you've just been playing music. You're having some people chat with you. You're having a few conversations here and there. How are you feeling? What what's your? Oh, she's like, vibing. You're vibing. She's feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think she really enjoys kind of. She enjoys getting involved in in the party, but also likes making people feel feel good i think and like likes making being the reason or helping kind of a party go well mm-hmm. so okay. i think she's she's having a great time she's picking up on the room and and um yeah she's okay. um she's vibing she's having a good time nice harold you're having some good conversations there's like a good atmosphere to the place uh you're catching up with these like this person you haven't like spoken to for years uh somebody Mm. that you maybe didn't have a great interaction with growing up but they Mm -hmm. seem to be more in terms of like conversation more in terms of the personality like more on your level like more kind of matching Mm. you now 
Um, and you've, yeah. you've met this other uh, like dwarven noble. He seems to mm. be he's a bit bossy, but he seems you know interesting mm. enough. There's this dwarven druid woman. Um, how how's Harold feeling? What's his vibe at the moment? Yeah, I mean Harold's probably having a, a good time. It's always interesting to like run into someone that you knew it's you know that you sort of used to know. Um, yeah, because um, uh, you know I don't think Harold's here to like. I don't think he had an agenda coming in. Probably just seeing who he would meet. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potential. You've yep. You know, come to this party, not the best in social situations in general it's not the most comfortable place you find yourself um but some of your friends are here people that you know but then you've also been given this additional weird task (laughs) yeah how how's potential feeling what's her vibe what's she how's she feeling um i think she's just sort of using all of the skill sets that she's picked up especially when she was growing up about like just ticking all the boxes of the social situations and not letting any of those conversations going on for too long. She's not comfy by any stretch because she's trying to do this task she's been given, but also not make it look like she's doing anything. So trying to like go back to the group and then go off and do some saving and then go back to the group and like maybe go get a drink and stand around for a bit. Like not, not really knowing how to manage the two of them mm-hmm. at the same time. She is progressively getting socially exhausted though, okay. because she this is a lot of output for someone who is an introverted person. Mm. That makes sense. Um, okay, well, let's we're going to move the party forward a couple hours. Mm. Things have been progressing at this kind of same pace. Um, Meredith, you've been playing music keeping the mood on, on track, having some fun. Uh, people keep coming up to you, giving you like snacks and drinks and things. Like they're, they're, they're vibing what you're putting out and they want to like make sure that you're looked after. You don't know if it's just this crowd is really generous or if Gore or Sigurd or somebody has like told, like asked people to look after you and keep you well looked after while you're here. But, but it doesn't really matter. You're feeling it. It's it's having a good time. You're having a good time. Um, Harold, uh, give me a, give me a roll. Give me a, give me a persuasion roll. I just want to feel mm. like how how's your social interaction going at the moment. Mm. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah, I mean you're having a good time. You're, you're chatting with people. Mm. Um, whether or not you're drinking, you know, there, there are games going on. Probably don't mm. get too involved in, like, some of the more violent ones, but there's definitely, like, you know, some some lighter games, like some some darts or something that you might get involved with. Mm. Um, you know, just some, like, some fun kind of, like, bar games as well. Like, oh, I bet I can flick this coin through the whatever, you know, those kinds of things. People just having a good mm. time. Um you're keeping tabs on your friends making sure they're okay but also interacting with these people that you are just meeting mm. uh mm-hmm. you're you know you're carrying on you're you're doing well um give me a perception roll from you uh 
10 plus, sorry, perception, 4, so 14. Okay. So, you know, you're chatting with your friends, um, you know, probably sticking close to the social circle that you know quite well. Um, mm-hmm. And you're keeping a, an eye on Alud. Um, he seems to be mostly keeping to himself, but you're noticing that he is, like, in increasing frequency, getting yeah. shot down from conversations. You don't know yeah. if what he's saying is becoming more annoying to these people or if the people that he's mm-hmm. talking to have just had enough and they're like being more abrupt with how they find reasons to leave the conversation. Mm-hmm. So a couple hours into the party, he's he's been drinking as well. Alad yeah. walks into the room and he has a bag of Jelly's magic beans. Who wants to get this party really going? Oh no. I remember these beans. <laughs> <laughs>